Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. It's episode 31. 31 apps old, but not a single app wiser. Hello and welcome <laughs> to BudPod with me, Phil Wang, and him. Uh, Pierre Novelli. That's right. That's who him is. Uh, Pierre has got his South African rugby shirt on, just to so that I can spot him in the crowd. That's right. I uh, looking as green and gold as possible. That's that's my mission, listeners. That's what I want. Big rugby upset yesterday. Pierre, you thought you you alerted me too. Japan, Japan beat Leoland. Japan beats Ireland. <clears throat> the two uh, weird islands on opposite ends of the world. Fought it out for title of weirdest island. <laughs> Which nation of of uh, uh, angry monks <laughs> is the best at this structured impact game? Which nation of pale fishermen are are better at running uh, with a ru- rubber egg um, in different op- different directions? I think rubber egg is a fair description of the uh, yeah. Rugby. I'm um, great stuff that rugby uh, that rugby won in a way rugby won. Uh, but Japan won. I'm always happy to see an, an Asian side cause an upset. Yes, um, especially in a sport where the stereotype is that they shouldn't be good at it. Yes. Yes. But why shouldn't the Japanese be good at it? They're, they're, um, I guess they're not very stocky. They're not like yeah. um, a wide set of people, aside from sumo wrestlers. When, yeah, that's the thing, is that people, are, people know that the Japanese can get big, but they associate that with also being very fat. mm so it's a surprise to see. I mean, the the, the captain of the Japanese team was is a former Springbok South African player. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot of them live in Japan and moved to Japan a few years ago. Oh, then they give, they give them Japanese citizenship. I think they must do, So that yeah. they can play rugby for them. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, more than half the Japanese side is Japanese. Yeah. But they're... they're, they're, they're I guess they have the strong martial culture. I assume that's why they started learning rugby. Martial culture? Martial as in military. Oh, I see. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because that's why the Italians play rugby. Mussolini introduced it. Oh, really? Just uh, to learn how to uh, uh, take orders? Uh, take order, but also they, it was just felt that it was a more manly, aggressive sport. You have to slam into people and be brave and be tackled and mm. rather than mincing around just on your little legs. Right. So, the, so like, Italians... Uh, there you go. Phil's adjusting his... Italian interest in rugby now is a Mussolini uh, legacy. Yes, 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 and that's why like a lot of the South American countries can do it as well. I think because they a lot of their aristocracy I think was also like Irish or something, or they have some weird reason for like oh no like like Che Guevara played rugby at school. Oh really? Yeah, Che Guevara went to a fancy pants school. Of course he did. He's yeah. a communist. Yes, of course. Sorry, yeah, you're right. <laughs> did he go to an aristocratic boarding school? Uh, is he a communist? Oh, then yes, yes, that is how that works. Um, yes, I I seem to remember from. I think, a, I think that you can buy flat caps from tuck shops. <laughs> I think that's where they, I think that's where they get them. You get a you get a copy of How to Sell Secrets to the Soviet Union, uh, along with a, a refresher bar and uh, some strawberry whizzers. 
A wizard. <laughs> a wizard, a communist. A wizard, Mao's little red book. Wizard. <laughs> Good oh. <laughs> um But yes, so big upset. Um South Africa beat Namibia, which they should always do, because Namibia aren't highly ranked. Mm-hmm. So that's all fine. That's on course. Wales beat Australia this morning. That's big. If you like Australians whining, go on Twitter now. Okay, great. Oh. Great. Oh, no. It's not fair, mate. Oh, no. That tickle was never high. No. It was a low tickle. We lost uh, at sport. <laughs> and we love sport here in Australia. Um, if any Australian listeners would like to email in and compliment me on my accent, we are, um, are, we are open to it. The email address yes. is uh, thebudpod.gmail.com. So please send in all your compliments. All of your wonderful compliments will never be turned down by us. We can ill afford. We can ill afford. Um, thank you to the couple of Bud Pods who I know have come to see Frank Skinner on tour. Yes, Pierre's on tour with Frank Skinner. Partially because I'm the opening meat. Yes, and what a starter. What is, I, I, Don't fill what, up on Pierre. <laughs> that's what I say when I come out. Oh, really? Well, I come out and I say, all of you have ordered a Frank Skinner curry, and I am the poppadom tray. Oh, great. That's nice. So you can choose what to do with me, but by God, I'm here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Which I think um, is, is uh, a confident enough statement, but also a sympathy-inducing enough statement. It's cards on the table. Exactly, it is. That's all people. People just want an acknowledgement of the fact that you know you're not Frank Skinner. Yeah. I know that I'm in no way what they wanted, expected, or needed. Who announces you on stage? Does Frank Skinner announce you on stage? Tis only me. So you, you call you, you go at the back and say, please welcome your opening act, me, Pierre. I, I say, what did I say? Whilst Frank Skinner's backstage getting fanned with a big <laughs> feather fan, being fed grapes in a velvet hammock. And then he, he stands up and he, he, uh, 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 there's a long queue of sailors who just come and punch him in the stomach. <laughs> and he's just there, braced. Going, Do it again! When you said a long queue of sailors, I was like, where's this? Uh-oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's about to accuse Frank Skinner of on, yeah. live on podcast. Live on podcast. Uh, no, I, when I'm on the side there, I say, we, we, we toyed with the idea of Frank introducing me on stage, and then we thought they would get more excited hearing his voice. Yeah, I think that's a good call. And it would be an even more devastating blow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To then see me waddle on out there. It's like just grabbing their dicks, and then just going, and then just letting go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. Oh. Um, um, so I Hi, everyone. Oh, oh, it's Frank. He's got, he's got our dicks. He's got our dicks. Please welcome <laughs> Pierre Novelli. <sighs> dicks falling out of hands. <laughs> Exactly. So I say, uh, uh, good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, I say thank you for coming? Maybe, I don't know. Say, Please welcome to the stage your support act for the evening, Pierre Novelli. Yeah. And that seems to hit them just fine. People have a boo? Um, they don't clap a lot, <laughs> which is similar to a boo. <laughs> it's, a, it's a boo by omission. A, a boo by any other boo would be as boo. <laughs> Um, yeah, they sort of, they clap ju- like so ju- only just enough for me to get to the microphone. Yeah, and, and in time with your steps, right? Clap. Yeah. Clap. They watch clap. your feet. Clap. Yeah, clap, clap, <laughs> clap. Like, yeah, like a sacrifice. <laughs> and then up on the balcony is uh, yeah, the queen. She yeah. has the Caesar thumb thing. 
I I I heard that the the Caesar thumb thing is actually well, I saw this when I was young. That was actually <laughs> yeah. the other way around. That yeah. if if he wanted the the gladiator to live, he'd point his thumb down. And yes, because to be killed, he wanted to put it up. Because we when when people learn that, they think that they're doing thumbs down, like you were a bad gladiator. Yeah. But actually, what he's doing is thumbs down. Don't kill him. Ah. Uh... Because the person who looks at Caesar. Is the guy who's leaning over the defeated man. Right, yeah. So if he goes thumbs up, like, yeah, mate, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> that's such a funny way to get someone to kill someone. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, go ahead. That, that's fine. <laughs> cheers. Cheers. Just over the balcony. Cheers. Che- yeah, the, cheers. The chin up. Yep, cheers. Yeah, yeah. Cheers. If you could just kill him there. Doing the, do you want to drink uh, face? Do you want to drink? Cheers. Yeah, kill him. Yeah, you're going to... Miming stabbing. You're going to stab him? Yeah. I don't have to come... Okay, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. It sits back down. Oh, that's great. Wow, they really they really do everything for you here at the Coliseum. <laughs> yeah, throwing grapes and things. Do you think... Do you think... Um, what do you think it was like if you were an, a, a young emperor or, or prince or something and you had your first, your first one? You know what I mean? Oh, your first... Um... Your first thumbs up, thumbs down. Yeah, well, it must have been a bit spooky where you go like, "Wow, I with my thumb." Yeah, I'm gonna. Yeah, because like that, that, that'll probably be when they give you your um, emperor nickname, like the merciful or the killer. Yeah, and you, you don't want to be like you don't end up being Augustus the bitch you know, by <laughs> by letting letting all too many uh, gladiators look the survive. Phil, a lot of Augustus the bitch's legal reforms were very. <laughs> <laughs> they were long overdue. A lot of our laws are actually based on the work of uh, Augustus the Augustus Bitch. Augustus the Bitch. The, the Bitchian, uh, the Bitchian <laughs> code uh, that we all live by now. That's why you can still park on single yellows. <laughs> that was Augustus it's a the... bitch move. That's where the phrase bitch move comes from. <laughs> a bitch move, yeah, it's named after Augustus the Bitch, and it describes a move that is cowardly but still sensible. <laughs> yeah. It's still not... It's no one saying it's a bad idea. It's just not ballsy. It's just not ballsy, yeah, yeah. It's sensible, but it's not very exciting. Do you want to do shots? Oh, no, thank you. What a bitch move. Yes. you know, A man who knows his history. <laughs> ah, it's, like, it's something that Jacob Rees-Mogg and Boris Johnson quote say. Ah, bitch, bitch uh, yes. Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We must, in our negotiations with Europe, be bitching. Uh, I, that's all the Latin I know now. The opposition's plans are positively bitching. Uh, <laughs> um, that's that's something that we should. Uh, uh, well, well, we're we're recording this on Monday. Who knows if they'll even be a bloody PM by Wednesday. <laughs> the, the writing of this final season of the UK <laughs> has got ridiculous. Someone please turn the UK off and on again. Please, the main oh. characters. Are, how are they changing actors so much? Oh, <laughs> oh the, gosh. The casting. Is, uh, they must be reading the script every day, the cast, and thinking, Whoa, oh. is my part going to still be in this tomorrow? Whoa. Oh, the cameraman must be... His arms are tired. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Let's extend this metaphor. Oh, the crossover with 1935 is getting a bit... <laughs> oh, when will the time travellers... <laughs> it's good stuff. Yeah. Uh, a greeting to the guy whose name I can't remember who got tagged. He got, we, got, we got tagged under his tweet because he did the hack joke. 
Oh, yeah. And do you see he replied? Like, he finally listened to enough Budvard where he was like, ah, fuck you. <laughs> All right. Yeah, that's funny. <laughs> yeah, he was like, I thought you were just tagging for some other reason, but it's because I was doing a hack joke. Yeah, that's funny. Yeah. Yes. Yes, our Podbuds are out there now, vigilant, looking out for yeah. for people saying that they should turn the UK off and on again. Yes, uh, a cardinal sin mm-hmm. that we cannot begin to tolerate, to be perfectly frank. Um but yes, we genu- genuinely though they may not, <laughs> they may not be a PM. Well, he um, he lied to the Queen, of course, which everyone is very ups- thinks is very important, even though the rest of the time they spend talking about how we shouldn't have a monarchy. Yes, everyone. It's all the same people. Like, oh, why do we have a Queen? And then Boris Johnson fucks up and they go, he lied to our precious Granny. <laughs> the, the, the Queen is like. Um, uh, do you remember in this is needlessly elaborate way of saying this, but you remember in like Halo or in a, like a Unreal Tournament? Sure. There'd be like one mega weapon in the map. Now you speak in my politics. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, like, like a big old laser bazooka. Yeah, or like a rail gun or something. Yeah. And they would only spawn once. Mm-hmm. And um, basically, that's the queen. <laughs> yeah. Whichever side doesn't have it is the one that complains. Blue team has the queen. <laughs> <laughs> and you go, shit. Fatality. Blue team lost the queen. Killing streak. Yeah, so essentially... Yellow hair lied to the queen. <laughs> Whenever someone... Uh, uh, whichever side is fucking off the queen, the other side likes the queen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And sure. then they just swap. Yeah. <laughs> so like if the queen came out as a remainer then all the right wing people would be like are we going to let this old woman frustrate the will of the people <laughs> and if she came out as Eurosceptic then they'd be like yes even the ancient guardian of the <laughs> land is on the side of the blah, blah, blah. it's just horseshit. she's a big a football covered in jewels yeah she's a foil she's a little canvas <laughs> Lend me your ears. Here follows the latest proclamations from Augustus the bitch. The following uh, behaviors shall from now on be referred to as bitch moves. Um, if ye... Uh, are at the, the tavern, the taberna, and it is ye's round to buy the uh, uh, a, a wicker bottle of wine, and ye go to the bathroom, and wait till someone else buy ye round, and you come back from the bathroom. And you say, oh, sorry, it was my round. I went to the bathroom. Did someone buy the... Oh, no, I'll get the next one. Even though you knew that would happen. That is a bitch move. And Augustus applauds ye. If ye are having a fun conversation with the lads and someone says something ironically racist and you know it was meant in good fun, but ye call him out and ye chastise him. 
and you make it weird for everyone, even though you knew everyone's just having a laugh and they didn't mean it. That is a bitch move! If ye be at the Coliseum and a group of youths, teenagers and so forth are making noise and distracting everyone from the um, lions eating Catholics and and ye, the, the teenagers are th throwing their pop flex at ye and ye do nothing about it. Ye say, ah, kids be kids. That is a bitch move! Uh, if ye... Oh, um... Hmm. If ye own a chariot and ye do not cover its wheels with spikes, that is a bitch move. If ye wear underpants under your toga, that is a bitch move. If ye... Uh, are confronted with a goal and you let them go. That is a bitch move! Here concludes the newest bitch movers. Uh, on with your lives, Romans! Mm -hmm. um, what do you think of... Um, this is going to be quite a topical pod, I think. Um, um, have you been following... What's her name? Naga. Uh, Naga... Manchetti? Mm -hmm. Was it Manchetti? I think that's it. Naga Manchetti, the uh, BBC uh, breakfast. Um, saying... Uh, well, like, that's Because I watched the clip, and they say, oh, he, she says Donald Trump is racist. And she doesn't even say that. Yeah, she doesn't. She's like almo almost ridiculously round the houses, for She's my taste. She's very careful about it. Yeah. And the other guy keeps dropping her in it. Yeah, yeah. He's like, sorry, can I just clarify that you really want to be in trouble? He's like, could you could you say it again? Could you be more in trouble? <laughs> sorry, sorry, could you just be clear? What a pop, what a fucking hospital pass. What a piece of shit. <laughs> hospital pass? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's a hospital pass? It's like um, if I passed you the ball in rugby uh -huh. when the opposition was already like running at you and was like a meter away from you. Oh, I see. So like as you catch the ball, they just smash you to pieces. Oh, then it sends you to the hospital? Yes. <laughs> so they're essentially passing you into a hospital bed. Just That's funny. Immediately. <laughs> hospital pass. Yeah, what a hospital pass that fucker laid down. Sorry, could you just re restate what you were saying? About so Actually, that guy's a fucking moron. She just said that um, the language Trump used in a tweet where he said uh, um, some democratic... Uh, what are they called? What are they? Senators? No, not senators. What's Con it? Il Ilhan Omar and... Um, Congresswoman. Congresswoman, yeah. Should go back to where they came from. And M M Naga Manchetti said, that is a kind of... Thi what did she even say? She, she said, uh, as, a, as a woman of color like them, whenever anyone has told me to go back where I came from in the past, it's always been a racist thing. Yeah. And then she's saying, she's so careful, she goes... He should be careful about speaking like a racist mm -hmm. because the real racists will think it's okay. Yeah. It's so uh, vague and indirect a condemnation that it's yeah. almost. And then everyone's like. But then the BBC has listened to complaints saying that she's picking a side about racism. But also, A, yes, do pick a side. Mm. And then, B, who's watching that segment? Do you know who's watching that segment and calling in to complain? A racist! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you're watching then she's going you know what when someone shouts at a brown woman from the window of a fucking van hey fucking go home that's that's racist and they're watching that going 
well, hold on. Yeah, but also shut up because you're brown. Like, <laughs> yeah. They're not complaining because it's inaccurate. I didn't get. I didn't turn on the TV to be told things. Okay. <laughs> well, I don't pay my license fee to be told things. I don't see where on the BBC's founding statement of educate, entertain, and inform and inform that it says that I should be learning. that's what i have to say about that i only read the word entertain (laughs) because i'm a slug where are the racist news where are the racist news people bbc biased against smearing your own shit against a wall and writing an epithet the the msm the the msm uh, anyone who says msm is a slug yeah you're either a nazi or a pinko Either, yep. either way, you want to murder a whole bunch of people. Either way, you have a problem with the Jews. That's the one, <laughs> yeah. that's the one thing the MSM people can agree on. Is that they don't like Jews, and they're obsessed with who is a Jew. Uh, in a, what is definitely a very healthy way, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't think... What's, what's the problem? Just going like, wow, that tends to be something that racists say. That's, just, that's, that's bad observational comedy, it's so true. I think people... No one who says go home ever means go home and have a nice sleep <laughs> in your bed. Oi, you! Go home! You look tired! <laughs> You've been working too much! Wasn't that one of your bits? Uh, I don't think so. Someone has a bit about, like... Well, it's brilliant. Congrats, whoever you are. Anyway. Um, yeah, what do you think? Um, I... Uh, I think uh, she was perfectly careful enough uh i i'm i'm always up for bbc neutrality and um i think the bbc should not express any opinion on any um world leader even someone as dreadful as trump he has become president of the united states and the bbc and the bbc has a responsibility to to be complete just tell us the facts about that but and like if some if if Joanna Gosling on 24-Hour News had had spoken that way. Maybe it would have come across a bit odd. But it's like it's breakfast. It's like BBC breakfast. The yeah. whole point is that it's a little more personal. Yes. And that it's a little more honest and a little more uh, candid. Yes, and, and also... And under, under those parameters, I think she performed perfectly appropriately. But uh, I also think that... Um... There, there is a limit to that neutrality. So the BBC shouldn't sit there straight-faced and go, and Kim Jong-un has scored another thousand points in basketball. The world leader claims that, you know, there's got to be a point where they sort of go, right, we all know this is <laughs> fucking shit. Right. Like, when it's tangibly ridiculous. But then they will, if they told the story of that, they would then go, many have accused uh, the premier of North Korea of exaggerating. His skill at basketball. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but I mean... And that's what I love about BBC News the most, is that they give you just a little nod and a wink about <laughs> yeah, like, about who's a fucking idiot. Or they'll just be like, uh, it claimed that it would be defended by a bodyguard of unicorns, which are as yet unseen. <laughs> yeah, it's like, it's Sosaki. Yeah. That's why I love BBC News. That's true. But like, the, I think the main point is that this was BBC Breakfast, and the whole point is that it's a little more... Loose. Yes, which is exactly the sort of thing that a bored, unemployed racist would watch. <laughs> yeah. And then have the energy... They have the energy to call in and complain about it. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I, I, I do. If I, you send in a complaint about anything, you're a slug. <laughs> if, you compl- if you write up a complaint and send it in about anything, you're a piece of work. Dear BBC, 
I was outraged. And also, like, all those people on Twitter going, like, yeah, well, I'm not paying my license fee anymore. And you go, you are, because you'll go to jail. And you're a coward. <laughs> if you, if you're just saying that. You're saying that because you ha- you, you've, you've heard Jeremy Clarkson say it. Yeah. Or something. Like, it's not, you absolutely won't. Because uh, the reason I know that is because all the people who generally say, well, uh, no more license fee from me then, are way too old and crusty and bad at Twitter to know how to have a Netflix account. Sure. So if they want to watch TV, those crusties better have a license fee. Yeah. 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 Stupid old crusties. Crusties the clowns. Crusties the clowns. Voting every year. I I, I met two people outside of uh, the gig um, I did in Grimsby. Mm Mm-hmm. Grimsby. And uh, I think it was Grimsby. Maybe it was Hull. I mean, how much chance do you have if you call yourself Grimsby? Yeah, it's not. Uh, it's like a name from a fantasy book. Grimsby, <laughs> where things are grim. Um, but these two guys afterwards were like having a chat to me, and they were very nice. Oh sure. But they were saying like such emphatic Brexit things mm. that I it, it was even Stevens on whether or not it was a joke. Yeah. For some for some reason we were talking about Australian uh, customs. Yeah. And I was saying I've seen them like Australian customs they're so strict like they they drag people aside and like fling their bags open and you'll just see like an Australian customs employee just like screaming in like an old Asian lady's face because she's got a bag of seeds in a shoe or something. <laughs> like red in the face. You've got to move out of there. Like rage at this at their airport job. Yeah. And I was like, it's fucking insane. It's like a fortress, that whole island. They've just fortified Australia, you know. And they were, and, they were, and then one of them said, uh, oh, well, that, that'll be us on November the 1st. Right. But, but like, like, in, like looking forward to it. Well, just in that intonation. So you go, I can't tell. <laughs> oh, right. I see, I see, I see. I can't tell whether you're saying like, yeah, that's probably how mad things will go. Mm. Or I can't wait. <laughs> so I was there like, ha ha, yeah. Yes. You have to just be very neutral about mm. it. That prediction is interesting. Yes, you did say that. Ooh. And then they, that is an opinion. One of them followed me on Twitter, and they think must have unfollowed me pretty quickly if you actually looked at my feed. Yeah. Because I, I clicked through, like, oh, you have a new follower from tonight. And I clicked through, and the guy's like, the guy was sharing a petition for no deal. Wow, okay. <laughs> yeah. Wow. It's like, oh, 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 you're the real deal. <laughs> you're the real no deal deal. You're the real no deal deal deal. You're the no deal real deal. You're just going like, sign this petition to shoot me in the head. <laughs> it's like that fucking guy in. Um, I don't want a job, but I in... don't have the courage to quit. <laughs> <laughs> it's like that guy in Germany who, who like put out a message on like fucking Reddit or whatever, saying, "Please come over and eat me." Yeah, and someone the... did. Yeah, on all the cannibal websites. <laughs> oh man, that's what that's what No Deal is. Please sign this petition, and we'll eat ourselves. Please, come please, eat me. Please come eat my dick. <laughs> chop it off and cook it, and chop me up into little bits. Imagine wanting that had to happen to you. But imagine like, there's one thing to say. I'm so into this as a fetish that I pleasure myself to the abstract notion of being eaten. Mm. But then the log- the lack of logic of going like, well, once I'm dead, I can't keep wanking to being eaten. I like the idea. I'll be pu- I'll be poo. <laughs> I like the idea that <laughs> I'll be poo by then. I like the idea that he fed he get the, got his guy to eat his penis. Yeah. And then I was like, oh yeah, this is so hot. And then went to reach for his dick to wank himself off, and then realized he doesn't have a dick anymore. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I haven't thought this through. <laughs> That's when he looked to the camera and went, 
Mondays. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Ring letters, emails, emails, correspondence, correspondence. Yes, yes. Thank you for continuing to talk to us and send in your emails and tweets and stuff. We do appreciate it. We'd have nothing to read if you didn't. We would be sat here reading the phone book like uh, magicians. Or people trying to make a point, or people with OCD. Mm-hmm. And we are all those things, actually. We are all of those things. Uh, Frank gets in touch. Frank Skinner. Fra- <laughs> it, unfortunately for us, it is not Frank Skinner. Uh, however, someday. You know, oh, he'd be a fun guest. Would he oh, do it? Maybe, yeah. Ask, ask him in the car, would you? I'll ask him in the car. Hey, Frankie baby, I'll say. Frankie baby. Frankie baby. Frank gets in touch, and Frank says... Hi there, Buddy Peas. Uh, after listening to your last pod, uh, episode 29, this guy's... Well, this is... Anyway. Was shocked when you both announced you are 29 and 28 years of age. Mm. Being a 30-year-old, obviously no one younger than me should be this successful and funny. Well, sorry, but we are and we do. We are successful and funny and we do successful and funny. Uh, not going to lie, I was a little bit annoyed. Surely all the poo chat can only come from years and years of crafting your wit. Uh, but it got me thinking Yes, our that stuff is a lot more mature. We're, 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 we're beyond our years in wisdom. <laughs> Wise beyond our age. Yeah, what was our material when it was immature? Jesus Christ. It was, li- it was just audio of us farting and pooing. Now we just discuss it. Yeah, now at least there's commentary and analysis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but it got me thinking that the reason people often assume that artists and comedians and bum-bum chatters they enjoy are older than themselves is because normally we all have a much younger internal brain. I think that's a very good point. I think mm. it's true. Yeah. He says, mine personally is 15. Okay. Which is why I still love emo playlists, mm-hmm. Scrubs, the TV show, <laughs> yeah. toilet-based pods, and jacking it. Of course. Yeah, the jacking it never really goes away. Can't wait for when it does. God, the things I will achieve when what? I don't need to drink it anymore. <laughs> be like, uh, "Hey Phil, what did you get up to today?" And you're like, "I'm I've I've built a hundred different scale models of various uh, spacecraft, and, uh, <laughs> like just." So... And all I had to do was feed my penis to a German cannibal. 
<laughs> I just went on Gumtree. This secret to success will blow your mind. <laughs> Click here. Uh, Frank says, just wondered Prostitutes what... Prostitutes hate him. <laughs> this man is eating people's penises away so that they can spend more time on their Silicon Valley interests. billionaires are having their penises eaten so they can devote more time to their startups. Uh, just wondered what age do Startup you think... Startup is what I call an erection. Anyway, sorry. <laughs> That's what your pickup line. Would you like to invest in a startup? <laughs> <laughs> uh, just wondered, what age do you think your internal brains are? It's a good question. I yeah. think I feel like when I'm traveling around on my own, I have the sort of wide-eyed uh, innocence and uh, gullibility of fifteen. Okay. You know, uh, in my professional life, I have the um, sort of irritable apathy of someone in their fifties. Oh yeah, like a like um like oh I don't do that. Like someone who has like, dry- <laughs> I just get frustrated with people and stuff, you know. <laughs> but what um like the kind of guy who has driving gloves. Yeah. 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 Oh, for God's sake. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Come yeah, on, yeah. Patricia. Yeah, get it. yeah, and when people are slow in front of me, oh, it's not hard. <laughs> That's fair. So I'm very old in those senses. In the bedroom, in the bedroom. Um, how how old is the guy in uh, Fifty Shades of Grey? Um, I think he's forty, but I don't know. Okay, I think I'm around around forty in the bedroom. Okay. I'm like, I know what I'm doing now. I'm pretty confident. Uh, I know what I want. You have a brand. I have a brand. Um, but I'm, I'm not going to pressure anyone into doing anything weird. Because uh, I don't really want that myself. I've got to wake up in the morning. And <laughs> if you want to go to sleep, uh, that's actually, I, I think I'd rather just go to sleep. Yeah. Okay. So I'm, 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 yeah, yeah, 40s would be my, my thing. That's my sex age, maybe. Oh, that's good. Uh. I don't I'm know. I'm 15 in the streets, 40 in the sheets. <laughs> yeah, you probably wouldn't want to be 15 in the sheets. First of all, it's a crime. <laughs> and secondly, uh, well, maybe in terms of stamina, but then people don't want stamina after a certain point. Yeah, people have things to do. We're all busy. We're all Londoners. Yeah. Londoners. In London, they've, they, 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 they have a... a <laughs> in London, people have sex using those, um, those chess clocks. click your move Uh, 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 click (laughs) right time to get out the tube yeah Yeah. and when someone doesn't come quick in London you go (laughs) it's always tourists yeah it's always tourists (laughs) taking ages to come taking forever to come taking photos of everything can never find their genitals (laughs) I think my internal age yeah it's it's I uh, oh, maybe I could uh, maybe I can combine it by saying a grouchy fifteen-year-old. Mm. Maybe I'm I'm aiming to be for I'm uh, my if if I if I did really well at whatever they call it self-actualization or something, then I could spend the rest of my life as a calm thirty-six-year-old. That's a dream. If you could be thirty-six, because it's just enough energy that yeah, you're up you're up for a party, but also you know you're awake early enough to go to the gym you're not going to fool yourself into staying too long at the party you know when yeah. it's over for you you and know that, you can leave at half that half could be 3am that could be 10:30 yes yeah you can judge it cuz you've 
36, you've had enough time to learn. You know yourself. Yeah. One, one, one funny thing I've realized is that um, I, if I meet someone, or if I'm with someone who's taller than me, yeah, I regress to being very childish because I think I realized because the last time anyone was really taller than me, I was a child. Because <laughs> really? I'm quite tall. It's rare that someone is taller than me. So like my friend Matt, you know Matt. Uh, yes. Tall Matt. Lovely tall Matt. Lovely Matt, tall Matt, Matt is taller than me. Yeah, he's a very tall man. But I get really cheeky and childlike around him. Because yeah. I feel like I'm a kid again because someone's taller than me. <laughs> that's really funny. And so I like <laughs> I, I do it gets really silly and I get really naughty and uh, well, that's, we, I like winding him up and Well that's when you started your dance. Yes, I, I don't know if um, you all saw this. It's on my Instagram actually, uh Podbuds. And it's a gif now. I'm I made a gif. I got a gif app and I made a gif of me doing this sort of sexy dance. If we could spread it around if people could start using it as a GIF, mm. it's on Twitter. Yeah, it's a sort of like a little shimmy plus a belly dance uh, plus a mating uh, ritual. It's phenomenally unsettling. Yeah, because there's actually a lot more going on that first meets the eye. At first you think, oh, he's just sort of stepping side to side. But you look at my hips and there's actually a lot going there's on. There's a lot going on. Yeah. It's a busy dance. And it's actually quite hard to, uh, to imitate. It is. I couldn't do it. I tried <laughs> for ages. <laughs> It's so, it's so difficult. It's harder than flossing. Yeah, I wanted to be the next flossing. I wanted to be the next big craze. If you could just genuinely, because you know you're doing well, you could tweet Fortnite and be like, "Can you? Can you add?" Yeah, yeah. Is, as, is as that a, what is what what made flossing huge? Fortnite. I think it was Fortnite or one of those games where it's, it was like a taunt, like a character taunt. Yeah. You know. Did it start guy there? Dance. I don't know if it started there. But right, it picked up on it and just sent it. Sent it. I uh, think so. Um, Will gets in touch uh, and he says uh, hola Buddington Peas nice I have a friend who is Welsh make of that what you will that's not congratulations the, that's not the whole email okay uh, he delights in telling a story about being very drunk in central London following a Welsh rugby victory his friend or him his Will. friend okay. his friend uh, he was so drunk that his body tried to sabotage him with a rapid brown trouser mistake Again, what he was drinking cider. We we uncovered this recently. It's got to be it's got to be cider poops. Cider poops. Well, or well, cider. IPA. Oh, okay, IPA. IPA. <laughs> no, that's what IPA stands for. Is I poo uh, out my ass. The out my is not included in the initialization. I, I poo a great deal on IPA. <laughs> uh, happily, he managed to untrouser himself in time for the offending bum protest to hit fresh air rather than his Batman pants. <sighs> But the conundrum was not so easily solved. The wipe. He had unloaded in a dark, shady place of dirty secrets, but there was nothing to hand for cleanup. His solution is both impressive, but also brutal and horrifying. He wiped his ass on the corner of a building. <laughs> no, I hate it! I hate it! Stop uh, vandalizing our beautiful country. The corner, and our wonderful city! The corner of a building. I mean, it is perfectly shaped to really get in there. It's a shovel corner. Just it's, shove it in the crack. I'm, I'm picturing brick. Yeah, so it's porous. It's um, got grip. You, you've you've exfoliated? Yes. Probably the first time your anus has been directly exfoliated in its life. It's probably got a very, a very smooth brown star now. <laughs> God. It's like, it's like polished granite now. <laughs> God, that's desperate times. I can see my face in it. <laughs> Sorry, can I just check my makeup in your ass? <laughs> um, 
Now this is interesting. Joe gets in touch. Joe, yo ho ho, and a bottle of Joe. And a cup of Joe. Uh, greetings, Wangeli. I like that. Wangeli is very nice. It's not, we sound like a, a Renaissance master. Yes, um, I think you can tell by the uh, the cracks here in the linseed oil varnish that it's a Wangeli. <laughs> if you look here, the, the chiaroscuro of the various figures, the sharp shadows underneath the bum bum that's pooing, it's a Wangeli. Uh, or or, or, or at, 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 at the worst by one of his... Uh, uh, more talented students. <laughs> uh, greetings, Wangeli. I was listening to a recent edition of the pod the other day when Phil's story of a particularly terrible show brought my world crashing down around me. Oh, mm. interesting. Yeah. Which show would this have been? The one where The Guardian was in. Oh. As he described the process by which he inadvertently pissed all over himself, after trapping a rivulet of wee-wee in oh, his urethra, right. yeah. my blood turned cold. Oh, so did the piss, actually. <laughs> really quick. My blood turned cold. I have been doing this my entire life. Oh, and you didn't realize until... Not every day, and not to a degree that necessitated a regular change of pants, <laughs> but present enough to notice... I had always presumed that these were the moistened sneezes of a dejected and defective member, and kept these sordid details to myself. Moistened sneezes. <laughs> Mostly due to a That's combination... Like golden slumbers. Moistened sneezes fill your eyes. <laughs> moistened sneeze. Do-do-do-do-do. Moistened sneeze. Wet in your pants. <laughs> oh, fuck. Uh, uh, he kept it to himself, right, his whole life, mostly due to a combination of shame and apathy. And However, confusion, by the sounds of it. Yeah. yeah, well, he's just thought, this guy's thought his whole time, I've got a broken dick. <laughs> and like all men, has never sought medical help. <laughs> However, Phil has given me the chance to live life anew. I will now make the best efforts to fully evacuate my willy tubes. Oh, has he been has he been closing up his urethras and not realising it? He's been piss dribbling. Like ah. he says, not every day and not to a degree that necessitated regular change of pants, but present enough to notice. Oh, great. But I'm... the whole time he's thought, my dick's broken. Wow. He didn't realise that the tube... The, it's your the... pants. It's your, the, the elastic of your pants is yeah. closing up your, your wee hole. This whole time he's been like, I'm so ashamed of the fact my dick can't do its full wee wee. That's why we have to take shame out of the equation, folks. Shame kills. People have to talk. Let's talk. Talk about it. We've saved a life. Bud Pod is saving lives. Saving lives. People. One wee at a time. Um, I will now make the best efforts to fully evacuate my willy tubes. Good. Uh, Willie Tubes, of course, another fantastic jazz player from the 1930s. Really move the form uh, forwards. I think Willie Tubes did play with brown squiggles. <laughs> I think they started out together in Baltimore. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Willie Tubes and brown squiggles. Um, uh, thus ensuring an end to the pained existence of stained briefs and dampened testicles. Gosh. Keep on jacking it, Joe. Well, I'm so how glad I could help Joe. And God bless why. you, Joe. Your your nethers are drier than ever. Um, that's incredible that you would have because those those pants were soaked. 
and I, I was it was horrible walking around with them in them for two three hours that I had to be out. I think depending on the angle of the dick and the strength of the elastic band of the pants, more or less we will be held back. Right, right, right. But the sounds of it, not so much has held has been held back in Joe's um, life. Yes, I think you in that incident, due to your distracted mindset, yeah. you were holding back a full a full uh, uh, chambers worth. Yeah, a quart. Yeah, yeah, a full rifle round. A double shot. Of whiz was. Um, fr- an American free pour <laughs> of Wii. New from Iceland is the new German cannibal range. As easy bake Iceland frozen dicks. Are you tired of having to craft your own individual dicks from meeting a man on the internet who wants to be eaten and you have to get into your house and you drink and you maybe do some drugs and you tie him up and you chop his dick off and you cook it? It takes forever. We're not all like grandma with time on our hands. Now you can buy a tray of frozen ready dicks that you can just pop into the oven and cook. It's only 30 minutes we've parboiled them before we freeze them. It keeps the nutrients in of the dicks. And also there will be, um, we have a tray of ears, ears, and also garlic ears. Uh, because who has time to chop garlic and the ears from the skull of, uh, again, another uh, a cannibal fetishist. Um, don't ask where we get them from. They're from somewhere else. Don't worry about it. Just enjoy the tray of hot dicks. Okay? Guten Appetit. Uh, here we go. We have another side quest from Rob. Oh, great. We haven't had a side quest for a while. Um, in, in case you've forgotten, a side quest is just a little mission in life that you stumble upon unexpectedly. Yeah, that's some weirdo voice upon you in public. Uh, hi, PP. Hello. What's, L- this, what's this person's name? Rob. Rob. Good job, Rob. Nice. Love the podcast. Have been binging to catch up. Uh, since I found the pod a week ago, wow, I thought I could inform you of my insane scary side quest. Oh, great. I woke up and wanted a bacon sandwich at an ex's house. I assume he, he means he woke up at an ex's house and wanted a bacon sandwich, as opposed to I woke up in my own home and needed to eat a bacon sandwich at my ex's house. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta have to get an Uber. Get to my ex's house. She always had the best bacon. Um, I woke up and wanted a bacon sandwich at an ex's house. I knew there was a shop about 10 minutes away, so I set off a walk-in to the town centre. I was in a student-heavy area, and everything seemed fine. And suddenly a shrill yet gruff-voiced lady, a very large lady, shouted at me, Can you help me? I'm in pain! I need help! Shrill and gruff. Yeah. Can you help me? It's Yoda. (laughs) Help I need! Help I need! Please to be helping me now. (laughs) Or um, a shrill yet gruff is like a Monty Python woman. Excuse me? (laughs) Hello, I'm a lady. So she goes, can you help me? I'm in pain and I need help. I looked and I thought, fuck this, I need an excuse. Uh, but before I had a chance to say my excuse, she'd grabbed my arm and linked her licked arm with her. it. Link, link, oh, right. Linked, 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 linked. She grabbed your arm and licked her own. So they've linked arms and she said, take me to the clinic, it's not far. Uh, and I had no choice now, so I agreed. That Ter- is so much like... An early side quest in <laughs> Assassin's Creed or something. Yeah, where you go, oh, now my character's walking speed is so slow and yeah. I have to evade things, even though I'm slow. Uh, terrified I would be murdered by this large uh, 
druggy-seeming lady, I walked arm-in-arm with her, terrified. Although, obviously, she could tell. And to try and soothe me, she said, Don't worry, I'm not going to rob you. There's too many cameras anyway. Right. Which is very reassuring to to <laughs> when someone says they're not going to rob you because they're hyper aware of how many cameras there are. I'm not going to kill you. People would find out. Yeah. <laughs> Here. <laughs> it's uh, not the right place to yeah. murder you. Don't yeah. worry. I know where all those places are and this ain't one. <laughs> it might be where we're going now. <laughs> After what felt like a whole lifetime, she let go. Uh, we reached the clinic. She let go and I started to taste freedom. Uh, and then she realized that the clinic was actually shut and oh, started shouting no. for me to come back and help her again. I ran like the fucking wind, uh, bought some brown sauce and walked the long way around back. So he's avoided the second part of the side quest there. Yeah. No which, bonus points. Mm, I wonder what the second part might have been. Yes, because she wanted to go to the clinic um, for presumably some sort of heroin substitute. Yeah, and good on you for taking her there. Mm. But well, after that, I mean... It's, yeah, after that, it's a free-for-all. Home time? Just to go to home? Go to home, go to the shops, uh, uh, go to a murder alley, uh, go to somewhere with fewer cameras. Yeah, fewer cameras and uh, more murder possibilities. Mm-hmm. I think that's, that's, that's a point in the game where you have to pick the no option. <laughs> Sorry, I can't do that right now. But yeah. then you come back three years later, and she's still on the spot waiting for you to continue. Yeah, and then she's just—you just play a thousand games of Gwent with her on the steps of the clinic. <laughs> How about a game of Gwent? Okay, and they just nod, even though they're visibly on fire. Never, 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 no time for a card game. <laughs> I would love an Edinburgh Fringe show, which is just Witcher references. <laughs> I think it would sell out for at least one night. Oh, there's another side quest. Oh, wow. Oh, no, someone who turned it down. Uh, Dave gets in touch. Hi, Dave. Brave Dave. Well, or maybe not. Well, hi, hello, be pities. I've been gorging on your pods, which is uh, sexy. Yeah. <laughs> all Bur- bursting in your mouth like Phil- ripe cherries. Ooh, Phil, all I want is a, a lady to gorge on my pods. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, horrible. Careful, my pods are quite sensitive. <laughs> oh, ca- oh, 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 my pods! <laughs> no, can you not? Don't, don't do that to my pods. Please don't gorge on my, my pods. <laughs> so Dave's, Dave's been gorging on our pods and regularly sniggering and waking up the baby. Open brackets, my baby. Oh, I'm sorry, baby. Yeah, I'm glad it was just, just the, the baby of the, <laughs> of the holiday. Uh, he says, I'm only up to episode 16, so maybe side quests won't be relevant anymore, but here it is. Now it's good to be reminded. I'm sorry-ish to say that I turned down a potential side quest. I was night walking with a buddy. Suspicious. As in um, walking in the fashion of a medieval knight? Oh, like heavy steps. Yeah. Clanking. Cronk. Cronk. Uh, um, I presume in the evening. Yeah, nocturnal. In the darkness. Uh, and a car suddenly pulled up next to us. A guy got out and asked if we could please drive his car to the police station because Whoa. his friend needed it there, but he didn't have time to do it. <laughs> what? <laughs> oh. That is mad. Uh, we politely declined the offer with fumbled excuses, but still trying to keep it cool. Yeah, no, sorry, mate. Haven't got the time because we've got a, you know. He politely accepted that we weren't the uh, guy's droids he was looking for. Uh, guy slash droids yeah, was supposed to be there yeah. uh, got back in the car and drove off not a second goes by that I don't wonder about the adventure that may have unfolded 
I mean, what? So he's expecting people to go, yeah, I'll... I mean, what is in that car? Drugs, yeah. please, surely. But then why would he hand over a load, a load of lovely, valuable drugs to... Maybe, maybe he's just like, I can't sell these. I have to just offload. There's a body in that boot. That's yeah, what it is. My, body. My, my friend needs this car. He, and I don't have time. But then why would he want the body delivered to the police so that... But like, if his friend is at the police station and needs a car, it's because his friend has been arrested and is only just being released. Right. Right, right, right. Surely. But and also, he, why would you literally just get out... Yeah, but that can't be right either, right? Because you'd stop and go like, hey, can I entrust my entire car to right. you, a random guy? Yeah. That's ridiculous. That is mad. It's got to be a body or some fucked up... Yeah. Maybe it's just a stolen car and it's just a way of returning a stolen car once you realize it's stolen. Like, shit, this is stolen. I can't return it myself. Oh, yeah, that must be it. That'll be it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because the guy's gone, oh, shit, this car's hot, as they say on the streets. Yeah. This this car's hot. Uh, if but I, why couldn't he just just leave it somewhere? Because um, he'd be on the CCTV, maybe, or... Huh. Maybe he thought like, oh, if they they spend all their time talking to these bozos. Maybe he's actually very considerate. He wants the car to go back to his rightful owner. Maybe he's doing. This it. car is stolen. Oh no. Maybe he's got some unreasonable mate who's stolen it. Uh huh. And he's like, ah, oh, fucking Billy, you stole the car again. Old Billy, old Billy Carjack. Yeah, and it's like, and that's going to endanger some larger thing. I'm trying right, to sell okay, weed, okay. Bill. Yeah. You're stealing cars. We always said, don't fuck with cars! <laughs> what was the rule? <laughs> As they, like, kick shooing him with, like, really nice, shiny shoes. They always yeah. kick the guys up with shiny, no shiny shoes. No wheels, just peels! <laughs> you knew the rules! You knew the rules when you signed up to my operation! No wheels, just the peels! <laughs> <laughs> No cars, just jars of drugs. <laughs> what else is there? <laughs> oh, there's got to be more. Um, uh, oof. Uh, no, there aren't. Um, uh, what rhymes with vehicles? What rhymes with heroin? <laughs> uh, um, uh, it's crack not carjack it's not great it's 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 cracker lacking not carjacking i don't know yeah that's right uh, i guess uh, yeah um that's the pod yes thank you so much for listening and goodbye okay yeah. <laughs> um uh, please keep sending in your correspondence and have a great week we'll see you next week with episode 32 32 wow When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial 
plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program.